so I had a fun start to my day. Oh, yeah? Um, I got up this morning, and both of the cats are sort of, they're scratching around this cabinet that we've got that the printer sits on. Oh, no. Um, and we're thinking, oh, God, like, what are they trying to get? <laughs> yeah, they don't, know, want, they, don't, they don't just want paper. Right. Um, so I, I pull the cabinet out, and I see this tiny little mouse sort of sat on the, the back of, back frame of it. Like, there's a little sort of lip of the wood, uh-huh. and there's a mouse sat there. And I, I pushed the cabinet back, and I sort of looked at Jess. I said, what are we going to do? We've got to go to work. Um, <laughs> and, and after a few minutes, we we came to the conclusion, let's let the cats deal with it. So <laughs> we, <laughs> we, we grabbed all our stuff. I literally just pulled the cabinet out, and we just left. Oh, no. <laughs> um, let, let nature take its course. Right. I've now come home. The mouse is nowhere to be seen. <laughs> sure. I can't find it. So now I'm thinking, oh, God, if they put the mouse... Like, if they, they've, presumably, they've killed it. I mean... Yeah, but but where, where are you going to find where are you gonna find it, right? Is it going to be under the, the dining room table, or maybe maybe tucked away behind your television? Right, exactly. So now I'm just like sort of wandering the house, looking for a dead mouse somewhere. Oh, no, I mean, no. I'm hoping they've took it, taken it outside. But um, I mean, it was. What am I going to do? I can't catch a mouse. Like, <laughs> no, not not as well as a cat for sure. Well, they definitely no. And there's two of them, so they had way better chance than I did. Oh man, uh, yeah. So we... I, I guess maybe I'll find it at some point. We have had adventures with mice once in a while, not in quite a while, but. Uh... It's never fun to have to deal with that. Yeah, Portsmouth is... I think I might have mentioned this on the show before, but, like, Portsmouth is notoriously bad for, like, mice and rats in in, in the houses and flats. I think it's just because they're all so closely packed together. Um, oh, sure. It, it's just one of those things you have to deal with if you live in Portsmouth, but get cats, and it makes it way easier. Oh, yeah. That's a, that's a good solution. Well... Rob, we are here recording this just the day after an Apple event. This is probably one of the the very few times we've ever done that because oftentimes we have recorded the day before or, you know, maybe two days before and had some very bad predictions. But now we don't have that problem. We can just talk about what happened. Yeah, I mean, everyone can just assume that had we done predictions, they would have been accurate. Um, I I totally would have predicted slow fees. Um, you know, I mean, who didn't have that on their bingo card? Yeah, no, um, that's that's definitely a thing. I've, I've been I've been very busy hot taking for the last twenty four hours, so I I've been all over the twitters, and now I'm just I'm actually recovering today. I'm taking a very slow and easy day compared to what yesterday was like because it those days are I really enjoy covering an Apple event, but it's a long day and it's really tiring, fairly stressful. And I, I couldn't even go to bed when I was finished. I was just too wound up from being on for so many hours. So I, I, I unwound by sitting in the chair and rewatching the, the event because I wanted to actually enjoy it and watch it from the perspective of not just looking for the things that I had to write about, but actually understanding what went on. So I finished the day by rewatching the thing and catching up on the internet. Yeah, it was, um, I, I think it was pretty good. I mean, it, it felt a bit weird with the retail stuff at the end because, yes. let's be honest, who cares? I mean, it's quite clear that that was for the watch studio thing, um, which right. I don't know if I mentioned it on the show, but when I got my Series 4, and you know, I'm not the first person to mention this, but 
it came, the, the the series four shipped out as a box for the watch and then the, the strap separately, regardless of what strap you bought. Mm. Um, and I said at the time, I again, I don't know if I said it on the show or whatever, but I was like, I'm sure they're gearing up to just be able to like mix and match and order whatever the hell you want. And of course, that's exactly what the retail update was yesterday. You can go on, you pick any finish, you just flick through all the bands and pick whatever you want and. I don't know if the band prices have gone down or you get a bit of a discount on the more expensive ones, but you know, you can kind of basically pick anything you want now. Right. Well, as standalone bands, I don't at least like the sport bands, I don't think the prices change. They're still in the US they're fifty dollars. But yeah, it's a nice program. I tried it yesterday. I actually ordered a watch. Uh because I you know, I really thought I was gonna I was gonna sit out this year, but I the, the always on screen really caught my eye more than anything else and i really do enjoy using it for exercising and stuff like that so uh i'm i'm looking forward to having that that ability so yeah it's not a huge upgrade but it was just enough for it to make it worth my while plus i mean i always have the added excuse that i write about this stuff but um I did go through that that mix and match process, and last night one of the things I did I'd done this before in earlier events where I put together a story that was all the cases and bands where I would go and download all the screenshots that are on Apple.com of the different colors, and then I would composite all the images so that someone could look at them and see them kind of side by side in a way that you really can't on Apple's site, and oh my gosh. I, I wish I hadn't like started that that doing that as kind of a thing that I do because last night was I think it was forty bands and eighteen cases something like that it was a lot of messing around with with images more than anything else to get that all put together it was it was a ton of work but it is kind of a nice way to to you know com- side by side compare some of the the different models and the colors and all that stuff. Yeah, I'm looking at it now. You did a really good job on this. Um, I, I actually didn't notice this. I I ordered the the black and pink uh, Nike one last night. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, but I was just looking at the standard sport bands, and um, I noticed yet again there's always that orange one that seems to get renamed and slightly tweaked every year. <laughs> I know it's it's always <laughs> a slightly different color of orange. I have the original orange from the I guess it was the series zero. It was the fir- very first whenever they st- started doing colored bands i got the very first orange one which is very much a i don't know a halloween traditional orange it's not like i think this Mm. year this year i can tell you that they call it clementine because i was going through all the other thing is i have to go through and come up you know copy all these fancy names and drop them into the story which is also a little bit troublesome especially when you get to the hermes bands with all their accents but um yeah and they have they have a yellow that's called meyer lemon which Marco Arment pointed out on Twitter today what a what a Meyer a Meyer lemon is, which I was not familiar. It's kind of sounds like it's a little bit like a cross between a lemon and an orange, um, mm. but yeah, I was I was doing that last night, and it's you know it. Of course, the thing is when you say that you've created a story with all the watch bands, you know you're just setting your yourself up, right? I mean. You, oh, absolutely! You get the old. Oh, well, technically, there's this one. Right. You you click <laughs> you click publish, and then and and at one point, and and Federico, to his credit, he uh, he saw the story, and he immediately immediately came back and said, "Well, 
what about the Milanese Loop? And I was like, what do you mean, what about the Milanese Loop? That's been around since the very first one. He goes, well, I'm on this page on Apple.com, and it says it's new. And I said, well, I didn't use that page. So there's, like, discrepancies between pages, and I think what he was looking at Mm -hmm. was, I think he was looking at this mix-and-match thing where technically this particular Milanese Loop and this particular steel case was a new combination that hadn't existed before, but technically the the band itself wasn't new. And so it was one of those things. So I had, there was that. And then, and I, I basically told him, I said, look, let's not change it. If we, if we say the Milanese loop is new, we're going to get far more people tweeting at us than if we leave it off. And sure enough, there was one person who mentioned that and there was somebody, apparently, if you get the titanium watch, you get a really ugly drab gray band with it, sport band, which does, not sh- which does not show up anywhere on the page that talks about the new bands because apparently you can't get it. You can't buy it separately. You can only buy it with the titanium. So, yes, there, there may be one or two like really small discrepancies like that, but I went through and, and picked out all the new ones. And with like the Hermes one, some of them are new, some of them are not new, and ugh. It's just a pain, but uh, and those boy, you can spend almost six hundred dollars on a on a band if you're if you really want to get fancy. Yeah, I do not. I, <laughs> I I kind of recoil even at the price I pay for the you know the standard sport bands. It's the only ones I ever buy. Um, yeah, because I don't I've, like the sport loop, and I'm not really interested in like a leather one or anything. So, you know, when I ordered the, I'm just looking for the black and pink blast. I guess is the name of this Nike one. Yep, um, yep, that's a nice you know, one. Even I when I ordered that last night, I mean it's. Like a month pre-ordered or something. I got to wait till the middle of October. Um, oh, to get really? That one for some reason. I mean, that's been around for a while. It's not a new one, but yeah. I, mm, I think I think the one that you're talking about is technically on their list of new. It might be a slightly different shade of pink or something. And and yeah, that's the other thing is like if you look at the dates. I wanted to like say these are all available on X date. It's all over the map. It's like the sport, the plain sports bands, the ones that are solid colors, are all coming the same day as the watches but all the other ones vary anywhere from early october to like the end of october depending on which one you're getting it tends to be the more money you spend on a band the later it's going to show up at your at your house right yeah uh, well yeah. it doesn't matter you know i'm excited i'm getting another another band even though i don't need one yeah no that, that, that's a nice one and i i like the i like those those bands with the holes in them and everything i've i've been using one for quite a while most of the summer i've been wearing that i i do like the sport loops too i have a couple of those um i haven't really been buying bands like i used to the new the new watch that's coming that i'm getting has kind of a green one uh kind of a i guess a forest green that i was thinking would go really well with the iphone 11 max matte green and then the more i've looked at that that color the more I thought, this is not a good color. And so I'm not going with the green phone now, I've decided. But that was part of the reason I, I ordered that particular band. I think it'll look nice anyway, but it's not going to match my fancy phone. Yeah, I was looking at the green earlier, and I, I, I'm i probably going to get one. The, 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 this is the iPhone 11 Pro. Um, right. And I was looking at the green, and I'm like, you know, it's nice that there's a different color. It's just a shame that it's this kind of ugly green that's not particularly nice. It's a color. Um, it's the color. It's the color of money, Rob. That's what I decided that they were trying to convey with it. Right. Yeah. They've completely nailed that. At um, least U.S. money. Well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think I'm. I don't know. I might go gold. Why not? 
Yeah, um, you know, cause they're they're all they're all nice. I mean, even if I got a green one, I'm sure it'd be fine. Um, to be honest, until this morning, I probably couldn't I couldn't have told you what color my phone is because I never really look at the back of it. I know. Um, I think I'm going to go silver again, and if I go silver, I don't know if I'm going to get a case. I was going to get a clear case, and I think I'm just going to, you know, go with the naked phone again, which I've been doing ever since I got the last phone, and it's been fine. Oh yeah, I mean, I, I've done that for probably a couple of years now, and you know, I, I even dropped dropped this one, which is the iPhone 10 that I've got. Um, I dropped it on concrete. And, you know, it's been fine. So, yeah, I just wing it and see what happens. Yeah, I have a nasty scratch in the middle of the glass on mine. But other than that, it's it's absolutely fine. You know, you mentioned that the event was kind of weird. It really was. I mean, it felt it it felt like I, I'm not I haven't decided what happened, but the, I think they must have changed that event at some point relatively late in the game. Like there was another thing to announce. And they said, well, we don't want to destroy disrupt the flow of everything else that we announced so we're just gonna throw retail on the end because who puts retail on the end and i i get that they wanted to talk about those bands and everything but i don't know i i would have thought that that would have come earlier in the presentation when they did the apple watch yeah definitely i i I couldn't work out you got apple arcade and the tv right at the beginning which kind of made sense because you know they didn't Let's be honest, they didn't really show anything for either of those services that we didn't already know. You know, a couple of new games or whatever, but okay, it's still a streaming service. It's still a game service. Um, I mean, pricing seems pretty good to me, like four ninety nine a month for each one of those seems reasonable. I'm not convinced of the TV service yet because, you know, we really don't know how much stuff is actually going to be there. Yeah, what are your what did you what was your reaction to the game service? Because I thought those demos did a really bad job of showing it off because I felt like those games were, I I never know how to describe this, but there's a certain look to one of these games that's kind of almost like a cookie cutter Unity Engine game or something where it's like, you can kind of feel that it's like different, different artwork, but the same game over and over again. I don't know if it's like almost like a template type game and, and maybe not Frogger so much, but I feel like some of the games they've showed off have just been really bizarre choices for things to show off. Yeah, I'm starting to, you know, I guess the hope was that we'd get, you know, a hundred games that are like Monument Valley. You know, they're they're really right. unique. They're they're different. You know, they look, you know, Monument Valley specifically looks incredible, um, and it's not really like anything else. Um, but yeah, I feel like you know, it's like, oh great, it's Frogger. Um, okay. Like I, I don't know what I'm supposed to take from that because I'm just like, yeah, I can play any generic, um, you know, clone of Frogger that's come out in the last sort of twenty, thirty, forty years or whatever. Um, right, you know, right. I don't know. I'd, I'd be more interested to see once we can see the full list, um, which I hope you know you're going to do game day. What for a hundred days or something? <laughs> <I'd>, yeah, <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to do. I've actually been talking to Federico a little bit about how we cover uh, arcade, but. Yes, I will be subscribing and checking it out. I So I came out of the event skeptical about Apple Arcade because I, other than Sayonara Wild Hearts, which is a game that I've been following for a while that's been in development for quite some time, which I am excited about, I wasn't super excited about what they showed off. Nor have I been, was I excited about the ones that leaked 
maybe what was it like two or three weeks ago on nine to five Mac where they got in and actually tried some of the games. But if you look at the list that was in the press release, there are some interesting games in there. Plus on Twitter, game companies have started to reveal that they're going to be part of Apple Arcade. And so I can send you the list. I don't have it in front of me, but I've seen lists of at least 20 or 30 games at this point. And there are good games in there. I mean, Snowman has Skate City, which is, I've, I saw a very early, of, early version of Skate City back when WWC was still in San Francisco. I mean, that's been in development for like three plus years. And it's a really cool game. And that and Where Cards Fall are both coming from them. And to me, those are the games that should have been front and center. Now, Where Cards Fall did get uh, a lot of screen time in March when they first announced Apple Arcade. And the thing that finally kind of drew me back in and made me a little more optimistic about Arcade after the event was two things. One is I saw all these other game companies and saw some names that I recognized and looked like good games. And two, I went back and I compared the slides that they had at the beginning, uh, back in March when the uh, when Arcade was first announced, and yesterday, they had both events, they had slides showing the logos of a bunch of game companies, and the list has grown from around 35 to over 90. So that is, that's, that's a good sign. They're not going to have 100 right at launch. They said that's going to kind of evolve over the coming weeks, as they put it, which is totally fine with me. I can't play 100 games in a month anyway. And in that sense, I feel like TV Plus has done a much better job of uh, quality density in the sense that, okay, I can name for you four or five shows that are coming that I'm either very interested in or at least somewhat interested in. And while if they can't keep up the the slow drip of new material over a period of months, I might cancel it, at least when it launches, and over time, I expect that there will be something on Apple TV Plus for me to watch. Whereas I wasn't entirely convinced of that with the games, at least initially. But now I'm thinking, oh, you know, okay, there'll be 75 to 100 games, but there'll be at least a dozen that I really like. And a dozen games right out of the box, that's good. That'll take me a while to play. And then it's just a matter of what's the quality like when they, because they're going to be adding games monthly. What's the ongoing quality like and how many new ones are we going to get a month? Am I going to get bored with the service at some point or will be there, there be enough you know, new material to kind of keep me interested and engaged with it? Yeah, definitely. Like I said, I'm, I'm not sure if I'm going to sign up yet um, because I, you know, I don't play a lot of games anyway. I'll, I'll check out the list. You know, I think this, is there a month free trial? I think they said there so is. I can, I can try it out then. Um, and I mean, as for Apple TV Plus, yeah, there's some nice TV shows like the C or whatever it's called. Yeah, looks pretty, I guess. But you know, is it actually a good show? Who knows? I mean, um, again, I I don't. Did they say there's going to be a free trial for the TV? I don't know. What they said with TV is that if you buy any Apple gear, you get a free year of the service. So an Apple Watch, a phone a Mac, whatever it is, an iPad, you get a free year of service. So, you know, with your watch that you just bought, you'll get a free year of service. Oh, I didn't buy a watch. Oh, I thought you bought a watch. You just got a band. 
You will not get it with a band. I'm sorry, Rob. No, that's for well, you know, if I if I get the phone, um, yes, if you, you get know, the that, phone, that should do it. I mean, I don't mind too much. I mean, four ninety nine a month, it is reasonable. You know, I mean, it's it's less than what I pay for Netflix, um, right? So, you know, yeah, it's certainly not going to look as good value next to like Disney Plus, um, but you right. know, it's fine. I can have more than one service. So, I don't know. I give it a go. A bit like you, I'm just going to see what it's like. I'll subscribe. If there's not enough new stuff, I just cancel it. You know, there's no problem with me signing up again when there's a new show that I want to see. Right, and that's become my mo now. I've decided that I'm just going to dabble in all these services and download the, you know, take advantage of free trials and sign up for a month here or there and watch shows whatever they have to offer. Like I just signed up for CBS All Access partly because I wanted to watch The Twilight Zone and partly because I wanted to see what this whole channels thing is like in Apple TV because I hadn't use channels yet and you know the, i mean i guess the big advantage of channels is that unlike the old system where you get kicked out from the tv app to a third party app with channels it all plays natively in the native player and so everything's consistent you don't get dumped out it gives you you know it tracks where you are on each series and that kind of thing there's some nice advantages to it and i've enjoyed it but like cbs all access i'm not like a star trek person so I don't expect I'll be staying, which I know that's what that's the big draw for CBS All Access to, for a lot of people. But I'll probably watch my one-week free trial. Maybe I'll sign up for a month just to kind of finish out any other shows I want to see. But then I'll probably switch and maybe I'll try, I don't know, HBO next or whatever it happens to be. Um, you know, I think with TV Plus, it really is going to be – what's not clear is what's coming out when. So how many things are we going to get to see right out of the box November 1st? And then how much is going to come out on how regular a schedule going forward? Now, on some level, it won't matter because I'll have a new watch or phone or whatever and have a full year of free service. On the other hand, it's going to be, it's going to be one of those things where you kind of watch that and see, well, I'm coming up on a year. Am I going to actually start paying for this? if I'm only getting one or two shows that I might not care about each month that are coming online or, you know, or am I going to stick with it? And, th- and that's where the problem they have really comes to bear, which is there's no back catalog. So it's not like Netflix where it's like, well, stranger things, I got through it and I'm done with it, but there's a whole bunch of other stuff here that I can watch too, whether it's original content or old movies or old TV shows, I can always, you know, dive back into parks and rec if I want. Yeah, definitely. I don't know. I guess we'll find out on 1st November or whenever it comes out. Um, but as you say, if you're going to get a year free, this is a problem for future John. It's not a problem for now, John. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm not I'm not going to worry about it until at least next September. Yeah, definitely. Um, so anything else from the event? Because, I mean, the iPad was a bit, you know, it's, it's fine. It's been updated. It's nice. But it's a bit whatever. It's just, a you know, it's the bottom end iPad. Um, yeah, it was it, literally I sat down to write about it and I was like, well, what am I going to write? Because the only two things that changed are the size and the uh, smart connector. So now it has, you can use a smart keyboard with it, both of which are very nice. But beyond that, it's no different. The only thing like the more interesting thing than the than the features really was that it's only like 0.3 inches less than an iPad Air. Um, now the big difference, there's a lot of other differences with the air. So I think the air still has an advantage, but side by side on a, on a table, they're going to look very much the same. I mean, 
that you know there's a better chip in the air it's thinner it's lighter it has a laminated screen a um, whole bunch of things but sitting there turned off they're hard to distinguish yeah i was kind of watching it and you know they said oh it's got this new sized screen or whatever and i i've got the air i think um and I was kind of looking, I'm like, wait, what iPad do I have? How is this different from the one I <laughs> right. have next to me? Like, I, Because I don't pay a lot of attention to the iPad because I don't, you know, really like a sort of lower end one is fine for me. I'm not really interested in sort of the higher spec iPad Pros and stuff. Uh-huh. Um, and I just couldn't, I was just looking at this like, okay, I guess it's an update. Does it make it better than mine, worse than mine? I couldn't work it out, but yeah. you know, I just sort of moved on. It's not really that important to me, so... It's a minor upgrade. There's no chip upgrade or anything like that either, so it's not that big a deal. And the price stays at exactly the same as it was before, which is three twenty nine. It's a it's a good deal, and I mean it's kind of remarkable though that the you know, the the keyboard is something like forty percent of the price of the <laughs> iPad because it's one hundred and fifty nine dollars to get the keyboard. Wow! And, and it's three twenty nine for the for the iPad itself. So. You know, it, it that that price of that keyboard looks a lot more reasonable when you're spending a thousand dollars on an iPad Pro, but not so much when you're buying the the lower end iPad. Um, I mentioned it like at the beginning when we were talking, but this slow fees thing. I think here's the problem, right? I've I've said it <laughs> twice now, right? This is the second time I've said it out loud. The problem is, we're all saying it like a joke. And going, oh, I can't believe Apple are trying to make that a word and a thing people say. And yet I've had two podcasts today already that have said it. I've just said it. We're all part of the problem. In a year, we're just going to think it's a normal word. True, true. I can't imagine a circumstance where I would like to take a slow motion picture of my face. Yeah, if there's, (laughs) yeah, that's not, I don't, that's not what I want, particularly. Um. Yeah, maybe I'll do it next time I'm on a roller coaster or something. I don't know. There, there's probably some circumstance where it might seem cool, but yeah, it, that's kind of funny. I mean, the phones are interesting. I mean, I, I think, <coughs> sorry, the phones are interesting. The 11 is really interesting because it's really close in a lot of respects to the Pro. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, it, it it the the price is is really really good. I mean, you know, if if you're even a little bit sort of price sensitive about how much you know or you know or you're on a budget or whatever, I mean, the the eleven is is a great phone. You yep. know, there, there's nothing wrong with it. It's all fine. You know, we you know me and you, you know, oh the screen's not as nice. Or, oh the bezels are a bit bigger. <laughs> all right. In reality, I don't like people don't care about that. I probably wouldn't care about that. You know, if somebody handed me a an eleven and said, Here, here's a here's a free phone, I'd go, Okay, great. I'm not gonna buy another phone because it would be fine. You know, it, right. it's got the it's got the ultra wide lens on it, so you're you're not getting all the advantages of the cam of the eleven pro camera, but you're still getting, you know, a decently upgraded camera. I mean, for the price that it is, and I can't believe Apple have done this to us, because you remember when all the phones used to cost this much? Um but <laughs> uh, you know, for the price that it is, it's a really good phone. Yeah, it, it is very nice. I'm not enamored, enamored with all the colors, but there's always, you know, the option for like white and black, which are pretty basic and boring. Um, I, I will get a Pro. I will get a, probably get a Pro Max. I do like, the, I just like having a big phone um, because I do a lot of things on it. And I, for me, more even more than the camera, the battery life is just a huge thing. I mean, I, 
I when I travel, I take an iPhone uh, iPhone battery case, and I don't think I'm gonna maybe necessarily need to do that most of the time going forward because an extra five hours is you know that's half a day, and usually when I'm traveling, the thing that really crushes my battery is taking photographs and video and that kind of thing. But with five extra hours to use, I think I think I'll be in pretty good shape in most circumstances. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, to add like four hours to the the 11 Pro and five hours to the Max is is incredible. And as you say, like you probably won't need to use a battery case or really worry about charging it too much unless you're really going at it. But you right. know, I think otherwise it's going to be great. Yep, I, I agree. And, and I also appreciate Apple doing it at, I guess it's uh, 5 a.m. Pacific, which is 7 a.m. my time because, and, and it's really funny. I've heard a lot of people from California belly aching about how awful it is that they have to, they have to get up at five in the morning. I mean, one, I've been getting up at two in the morning for years now. And so I have very, very little, I'm playing very tiny violins for these people right now. Uh, I have no sympathy. And two, I'm up at five o'clock in the morning. Most days, people start your day earlier. You'll be fine. Well, yeah, there is that. Well, yeah, it's a nice, uh, it's a nice leisurely one o'clock in the afternoon for us. Yeah, that's um, nice. It's just so. not. It's not great if you're on the other side of the world. If you're in China or Japan or Australia or whatever. I mean, that's. But those are the breaks. Uh, maybe they'll move it around, and everybody will get their time. The sun will where they'll have a nice leisurely time to order their phone uh, somewhere in the world each year. But I, I bet that it got to be kind of a drag if you worked at Apple and you were in charge of dealing with the website and it was midnight uh, and you had to kind of deal with that. It, it could That couldn't have been too great. Uh, I don't know why 5 a.m. is any better. I mean, it is pretty a pretty early start to your day if you're, if you're launching something. But, but who knows why they did it. But that's, that's how it goes. It's going to be in the morning Pacific time for the very first time ever at this point. Yeah. Cool. Well, um, yeah, I guess all of this sort of kicks off in a couple of days with the pre-orders and all of that. And then next Friday, hopefully everyone gets their phones and watches and all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, and I guess we'll be back in a couple of weeks and hopefully at least one of us will have a phone and you should have your new watch. Yeah, um, I will. Should be good. It should be very good. Yeah, let's keep your eyes peeled on Mac Stories because the big iOS 13 review will be coming from Federico and... Alex Gio is doing the Watch OS, so nice. Uh, but yeah, both of those will be out very soon. I'm looking forward to reading both of them. Yeah, I, I like to uh, you know dig into those because I've completely forgotten everything they told us about WWDC. So yeah. Uh. <laughs> All right, Rob. Well, I guess that's enough for this week, uh, and I'll talk to you in a couple of weeks. Cool. Speak to you later. Okay. Bye.